I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I've always said that uh, I'm a dispensationalist. I, I grew up in a dispensationalist family. And many of you, you know, if you grew up in an evangelical Christian home, in fact, uh, or a charismatic church, there was always... Uh, the scriptures you'd learn in Sunday school, and then there was the ones that, you know, you memorized because they were terrifying, and that's the book of Revelation for me. And there's, a, you know, but all the Bible was something that I read, I had to read, and knew about. And so I don't normally start off my programs talking about the Bible, but I have to, because it's the dispensationalist in me that makes me want to do this. There's an old passage in the book of Luke in the Bible where we all know during the crucifixion, Christ in his final moment says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I remember learning about this and knowing the forgiving nature of God because it was Jesus who interceded for the people's forgiveness for not knowing what they were doing, their their seeming inculpability. Now, is it that they didn't know that they were, in fact, participating in a murderous act, that they did not know who Jesus was or that Jesus was innocent and were following orders from someone else. I mean, this is a hard thing to contemplate. And the reason why is because we're not as wise as Jesus was. Okay, And, and we know that denying Jesus, when we know for certainty that he is a savior, okay, if we, we, if we deny the divinity of Christ, knowing full well that he is a savior, that's one of the most grievous sins you can commit. I was always taught that. If you have a testimony if you have the ability to testify about Jesus being your savior being a good christian you should do this but if you turn on Jesus if you turn on that still small voice in your heart that says that yes Jesus is the savior that's one of the most grievous sins you can commit and encouraging the growth of what could only be seen as a kingdom of the antichrist should also be seen as a sin that is unforgivable the equivalent of murder or rape in the eyes of God. Now, I know this only applies to Christians, and forgive me, I know there are a lot of people who listen to my program that aren't Christian. We've got Muslims, we've got Jews, we've got others. But like I said, you can't take the dispensationalist out of the boy, especially when it comes to eschaton or eschatology. And so, I know there are a lot of people that don't want the Christian melodrama in their world. You know, they don't They don't want the... the, the they don't want the... Uh, <laughs> They don't want the rapture. They don't want the, the ring of the, the, the lake of fire. They don't want any of that. Okay. But whether or not you're Christian, whether you care or, I mean, that's beside the point. Christianity has influenced our, our culture. And the Catholic church, of course, has been a major influence on all the major religions. It's like the religions that have branched from the mighty trunk of the Catholic Church, they're all influenced. The Bible, all that, is all influenced by the mighty trunk of the Catholic faith. The reason why I bring this up is because just recently, 
Pope Francis, who considers himself the vicar of Christ in place of Christ, sent a message of praise to the World Economic Forum and its founder, Klaus Schwab, writing that the group's annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland, is, quote, an important opportunity in the wider attempt to explore innovative and effective ways to build a better world. This is what Francis wrote, Pope Francis. This is him, in quotes. It is my hope then the, that the participants in this year's forum will be mindful of the moral responsibility that each of us has in the fight against poverty, the attainment of an integral development for all our brothers and sisters, and the quest for a peaceful coexistence among peoples. Now, while we were away because of the snow, the Davos crowd got together on the 15th of January, and they were meeting through the 19th. The World Economic Forum's annual meeting was held course they they usually have it at davos which is the uh this uh, ski resort in in switzerland davos but here's the thing about pope francis in that paragraph and in what he said to the statement regarding this world economic forum world order he did not mention christ he did not mention catholicism he did not mention the role of the catholic church in his message but what he did is he highlighted the role of of the World Economic Forum in the global future. And a lot of people saw it as an endorsement of the worldwide replacement of a legacy government and religious tenets that point to the grand imperial cult of the Antichrist. Now, look, if you don't believe what I'm saying to you is true, that they, they that this World Economic Forum is evil, pure evil, this is Yuval Noah Harari, who's the lead advisor to Klaus Schwab, uh, the head of the World Economic Forum. He also works with others like Prince Charles and a few other, or King Charles, rather. This is Harari speaking about how he feels about human rights and God. Churches are rooted in common religious myth about God and heaven. States are rooted in common national myths. Business corporations are rooted in common economic myth about money, stocks, and the corporations themselves. Judicial systems are also rooted in myth, in common legal myth about justice and human rights. Yet, in truth, there are no God in the universe, no nations, no corporations, no money, and no human rights, and no justice outside the common imagination of us human beings. That is, of course, Yuval Noah Harari saying that there's no God, there's no human rights, it's all a myth. He was at the uh, World Economic Forum saying that birds and, and animals and uh, other creatures on this planet, they have no rights. The only reason why we think we have rights is because, well, we discuss it and we talk about it and we create the mythology of rights. We create the mythology of uh, the idea that we have a right to live. I mean, a lot of evil things that he has said in the past, no God, no human rights, uh, no religion, all of these things. Harari, of course, again, is the, he's a, a advisor to Klaus Schwab with the World Economic Forum. Now, here's the Pope saying, I encourage this. He encourages this stuff. He's behind it 100%. If it's going to attain any kind of peace or equality, the Pope is behind it, even if it means we have to kill God in the process. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. 
You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.